Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Learn to trade stocks successfully. Learn to profit consistently. I'm Ryan Mallory, and on my weekly podcast, I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of a complex, ever-changing stock market. You will learn to trade better, trade smarter, and profit bigger. Now, let's go trade. Hey everybody, this is Ryan Mallory doing my 10th episode of the Share Planner Swing Trading Podcast. So we had a pretty interesting day yesterday, and that is really what I want to focus on. Usually I try to make the podcast more educational in nature rather than current eventish to where I am actually speaking strictly on things that you can always be applying to your trading. But yesterday's price action was pretty crazy. You had North Korea going at it, so I felt like it was probably important to focus a little bit on that, give you a little bit of perspective of what's going on. Um... Prior to trading, I do have a little bit of political experience. You know, I, that was my studies in college, as well as uh, some experience on Capitol Hill, uh, working there during my summer. So I, I've gotten to experience a lot on the, the political side of things and understand how the, the whole process works. I'm, I'm not like a expert or anything on it, but I, I'd say in terms of knowledge among traders in the stock market, it's probably a little bit uh, better than average. So this is essentially what is going on. You have two different heads of state, Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un, and they're exchanging lots of words. Well, if you're not a trader, you may not put too much thought into what they're saying or really you know, care that much. But with the stock market, it's very relevant because it's spooking the heck out of the stock market. It is causing the stocks to sell off. Um, yesterday's sell-off, second biggest one of the year, that was all generated by fears of whether you want to call it nuclear Armageddon with North Korea or simply a U.S. tactical strike on North Korea that takes out their leader or, or anything else. What is, what is going on here is this, there's uncertainty in the market. The market does not know what is going on. And as a result, there's a lot of fear in the stock market. Traders are looking to hedge their long exposure the banks are looking to do that. The hedge funds are looking to do that. And so people all of a sudden, before this whole North Korea crisis started really becoming an issue again, there was like record low amount of money on the sidelines in the stock market. But now you've got probably a lot of people that are suddenly wanting to raise cash because they don't know what's really going on. And if we do go to war with North Korea, if the United States does launch an attack on North Korea, no matter how big or small, it's going to create ripples, ripples in the stock market. It, there's going to be some selling. And I know that there's an, a, a long-standing belief that war is actually bullish for the stock markets. This kind of stuff, though, I, I don't necessarily think it is because you're not talking about, yeah, that there could be a war over there in North Korea, but it could also impact us here in the uh, on the mainland. So... 
there's a lot of fears about what a nuclear strike, you know, could do, you know, or what kind of capabilities that nu- that North Korea has and what, what that would do to the market. Uh, I actually see this is probably the, the, the North Korea threat is probably bigger than what the Russians were during the Cold War because North Korea probably doesn't embrace the whole concept of mutually assured destruction. You have a 33-year-old guy from the Kim dynasty that took power, I think it was in 2014, and his his father had been, you know, the the leader there for a while and, and everything else. But this is this kid that's basically been born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Um, he's been raised to believe that death and destruction is an okay thing. That's That was like a way of life. It was no... For him... That, it's, it, he knows nothing different. I mean, that's what he he saw growing up. That's what he believes. I mean, lies, deception, all that stuff, threatening the United States. That's a way of life for him. And um, I don't think he even understands what kind of toys that he probably has and, and what kind of death and destruction that it can bring, or if he even really cares. So while his dad, yeah, he was a psycho too. But, and, and while his dad might have had a little bit more self-preservation to him, I don't know if this guy does. I mean, and then on the other hand, you have Donald Trump. And whether you love him or like him or not, the guy is probably going to back up what he says in terms of anybody threatening the United States. So that's where a lot of the risk is coming from, too, is because if you look at past presidents, they'd probably be a little bit more diplomatic. But then you've got Donald Trump. He's talking about fire and fury. And and uh, and I actually think it's probably good to show a, you know, a strong hand and everything. But, but from the perspective of the stock market the stock market doesn't like it because it can't predict what what is going to be the fallout of all these uh, words that are being cha- exchanged between the two leaders so how i'm trading the stock market right now i am actually net short i was net short yesterday during the uh sell actually i wasn't net short i was like a completely short um i had some cash but i also had some short positions too i sold spxu which is the uh, bullish or the bearish etf on the s&p 500 by 3x I had bought that um, on the 8th of August, and I sold it yesterday, which would have been the 10th of August, um, at 15.25 from my entry point at 14.51. I made about 5.1%. I sold that because I didn't, I didn't want to risk the dead cat bounce the next day because we've seen a lot of day, even even particularly when we break through the 50-day moving average, we see these hard bounces uh, back up, and so if we opened up. One one and a half percent today, or twenty points higher. Okay, I'm looking at possibly you know two and a half to three percent of my uh, of being being down for the day on SPXU, which would have wiped out instantaneously right out of the gate half of my my profits on S and P uh, that that ETF on the S and P the three X one. So that I couldn't risk that. Um, and in the short markets, I firmly believe that you should be aggressive profit takers. That it's very difficult to ride a trade down to zero. Um, because one, that rarely ever happens, and two, um, the further that a stock drops, the less percentage increase, even though the stock might drop 5%, depending on where you shorted it at, your percentage gains, the further it drops, becomes less and less because uh, because the stock's going down instead of going up. When stocks go up, your percentage, you know, 1% move, the further away you get from your entry price, those 1% moves become a bigger uh, impact on your portfolio, but the exact opposite is true on the short side.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The further uh, the stock market drops, the less important it is to um, let your winners run because at some point you do need to be aggressive and take the gains before you get you know nailed by the dead cat bounce. So that's what I did. I still had two short positions, and I still have them as of this podcast here. But um, what I'm looking for today is to see if this is a dead cat bounce or not. The volume's pretty; um, it's, it's solid, but the, the equities aren't really moving anywhere, which makes me wonder if this thing really has any legs to it. And then I also look at the advance and decliner ratio. And as I'm looking at it right now, the bears only have a 15 to 13 advantage. And for most of the day, they've actually been behind. There's actually been more decliners than advancers. So still a lot of stocks are weak today. There's still a lot of people selling and uh, we're marginally higher after a 30 point sell off on the S and P 500 yesterday. And then you have the VIX, which is only up, or it's it's only down seven percent today. It was up forty four percent yesterday. I mean that's a huge move. I mean that does not happen much. And the VIX went to its highest level since the election night. So that these are some really big moves in terms of closing highs. It was its highest closing point since the election night of last year. So this is some big moves that we saw yesterday, and it's not necessarily the right time to say, okay, I'm I'm done shorting. So you have to be careful though too with your long positions because. If we do have a strike against North Korea or North Korea strikes us, there's a possibility that we're limiting down the next day. Maybe we're down five, six, seven, eight percent the next day. And uh, you do that and you have like something like QPRO, which is a 3x of it, and you wake up and we're down five percent, all of a sudden you're down 15% on one trade. So you gotta be careful with those two because a strike against North Korea or a strike against us will definitely impact the stock market the next day. And you don't want to be holding a lot of long positions if that happens. Now, eventually, this this you know overnight risk threat that North Korea poses will will wane away some, and maybe it happens when the market's open, or maybe it happens during the time that the market's closed. I don't know, but the saber rattling is pretty high right now. Um, Guam is a direct target of North Korea, so anything can happen at any time. I don't I don't know when it's going to happen. As a trader, I'm not privy to that, obviously. But I have to prepare myself for it happening at any time because I don't want to get nailed on the long side of trades. So right now for me, I think the most long that I would want to be is neutral. So if I had two long positions, I'd want to have two similar types of short positions. Um, I don't mind being net short, but I think net long right now is exposing you to a lot of risk until we see you know, through the middle parts of this month or so how serious North Korea wants to be in terms of a threat to the United States. So that's my thoughts there. I think right now we're probably seeing a dead cat bounce. I think there's probably some more room to go to the downside. If that doesn't happen, then um, I think you you try to keep a balanced portfolio so that you can go. I I mean, if you go back to before before the sell-off yesterday and the day before that, 
we were in this long consolidation period of like 16, 17 days where the market wasn't moving. And then at that point, it was worth being in a neutral portfolio too because you couldn't get really any edge. So you would just aggressively take profits on the long side, aggressively take profits on the short side, and just keep playing the back and forth that the market was doing and just wait for your position to become somewhat profitable, you know, of 2 3% book the gains. You know, and then when the market come, came back down a little bit to the bottom part of the range, you book those shorts for two, three percent gains. So you just keep doing that. But now, you know, we we have a much bigger, we're out of that range, and we have a much bigger threat with North Korea. And if there is a military attack, and I think that there's a very strong possibility of that, you have to make sure that you're not caught on the long side where the market sells off. And you're left holding the bag while everybody else is getting out. You just don't want that. You you want to be in a situation where you can, at the very least, keep your portfolios valued. You don't want to be taking five, ten percent hits in your in your portfolio because of something that's happening thousands of miles away. So, shorter podcast than usual, but I wanted to address that North Korea and how it relates to the market. I sent out an email about it yesterday too, and I think it's very relevant. So. Uh, Keep your heads up. Keep your uh, stay aware for what whatever might happen in the stock market, and uh, just be ready. If you have any questions, feel free to email me Ryan at SharePointer.com, and uh, appreciate you listening. I also encourage you to join the Splash Zone. It's uh, SharePointer.com backslash Splash Zone, and uh, right there, I'll be in there each and every day trading the market for better or for worse, and. You'll get all my real-time trade alerts, including long setups and short setups and the stop losses I use, the entry points, the range in which to trade them. And, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great atmosphere. Lots of great traders in there, and I encourage you to be part of our team. Take care. God bless. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of Swing Trading with Ryan Mallory. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the SharePlanner Splash Zone where I navigate the financial markets every day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you'll get a seven-day trial, access to my trading room, and text and email alerts. So go ahead and sign up by going to shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. That's www.shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. And follow me at SharePlanner on Twitter and on SharePlanner's Facebook page, where I provide unique market and trading ideas every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, ryan at shareplanner.com, or call the office at 321-522-6733. All the best to you, and God bless you.